You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's Vegas. It's rock. It's dogs. It's Vegas Rock Dog Radio. A rock and roll show all about pets, people, and pop culture. Stand by for great guests and cool advice. All in one rocking hour. The phone lines are open at 702-483-4444. That's 702-483-4444. Now, let's bring on the host. Here is the rock and roll queen of dogs, Sam. Good morning, everyone. You're listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio, coming live from Las Vegas on a lovely Saturday morning. And uh, we're going to have a fun show today. We always have a fun show. I feel like um, I've gone an octave lower in my voice because of the smoky room last night so uh, uh, that's why I sound the way I sound this morning so you're listening to a rock and roll show that's all about pets people and pop culture and uh, before we actually get going let's tell you about how I'm looking at the wrong information here let me tell you how you're going to find us on the internet I'm looking at the wrong show altogether I'm looking at a show from a year ago which uh, I think hopefully it's improved since then uh, you're going to find um, this is where you're going to find us on the internet uh, you can find us on Facebook by going to Vegas Rock Dog Radio. And our Twitter account is Vegas Rock Dog Show. No W at the end. And we are coming live from VegasAllNetRadio.com. And you can uh, run over to that uh, that website and you'll be able to find my show and listen live. Or from the main page, you can download the apps if you have trouble listening on your iPhone or your droid device i was thinking about that um what else we are also on twitter with our clothing company vegas rock dog really really simple and we're also on Ustream right now you can see my guests i wonder if anyone's looking in (laughs) can't see jim (laughs) there's no jim just me and crazy jaybird in studio today and so we're on Ustream. you're going to do go to ustream.tv you're going to look for vegas rock dog as the the, uh, account and then you're going to look for vegas rock dog radio we still have some old shows from the hot diggity dog radio show that you can still look at and i'm sure they look very bizarre after two years yeah is that how you feel about your shows crazy jay like do you ever listen back yeah you do you're brave (laughs) i listen back to some shows (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, I think if I look back at some of those old shows, who knows what they look like. Uh, where else are we on the internet? You can find me on Google Plus at Sam Ratcliffe. Our main website, if you want to pick up rock and roll clothing for you and your dog, is Vegas Rock Dogs. Really easy. Dot com. Really, really easy. Is there any, anywhere else we are on the internet? That's it, isn't it? It's enough. There's plenty, I think. So uh, I want to tell you about my guest today. How did we even meet? Oh, I know how we met. We met at a dog's... Tell, tell the real story. <laughs> Yes, shall I tell him a, shall I tell him a, a clean story or a Vegas story? <laughs> <laughs> we met at a dog's birthday party. Remember? How long ago was that? It's not very nice to call Chloe that. Oh, the- <laughs> she's gonna kill you for that. <laughs> yeah, we were at Murray Sawchuck's dog. He's got a few dogs, but dog's birthday, and um, I like anybody that throws a birthday party for the that dog party. I told I told Lenny Windsor about. I go. I have to go to this party at your friend Murray's house tonight. <laughs> right. It's for his dog's birthday. <laughs> I have to get him a present. He goes. I'm not buying that dog a bloody present. <laughs> so I showed up with a present, and immediately he tells Murray that's from Jane. I remember that he took credit. Yeah. That wasn't very English gentlemanly at yeah. all. <laughs> 
so wrong. That's Lenny Windsor. Everybody. It was a nice party, though, wasn't it? Yes. Did you enjoy the party, Jim? The salsa was very good. <laughs> Jim's going to try and get out of being in the show today, I can just tell. Because we got in at what time? Well, I got in at three. What time did you get in? Many, many hours later than that. We tend to uh, go out in separate cars. Uh, usually Jim gets really fed up very early and leaves, and then I stay out till very, very late. But for once, I actually came home before him. I was out late. I was. At, Where did you go? I was at Mark Savard's 40th birthday How party. was that? It was fun. Was it, what, did, what, what did they do? Did they have any like special things they did? or? They had a, a live piano player. Oh, in, they did? In a, he was like an island in the center of his pool, kind <gasps> of, and he had the piano in there, like on top of the island. And a bit Liberace. Yeah. <laughs> The lady was playing, and he had all kinds of different food trucks there. Oh, that's a cool idea. Why did he not invite me? I don't know. That's so rude. He, he probably <laughs> assumed you were off doing one of your many things. <laughs> many fabulous things. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll tell you where we were last night. Jim was playing at, what's the name of this place? House After something dark dark hours it used to be jaguars mm -hmm. strip club my first gentleman's Topless. club gig. what do they call them gentlemen's club here yeah topless cabaret the car cabaret um and who are you playing with jim there's not a lot of gentlemen that go in there i know there weren't i'm telling you that right now not a lot of ladies either who are you playing with jim uh, we were doing a show with a guy and his group is called nadir live uh, he's a former lead singer of the band London, the uh, Sunset Strip metal band. And we did a mashup of a metal band meets a Latin band. It was cool. I must admit, I really enjoyed the music. And I really enjoyed the fact that my lovely friend Alice Goldstein of Alice Goldstein Entertainment gave us VIP status. So we had a great booth, free booze and a great view. And, and because my niece had flown in from England... I mean, that's just fun for them. You know, you do a red carpet, which they've never done before, and, you know, got to sit front and center. So, yeah, it was good. It was quite an experience for them, <laughs> an eye-opener more than anything. They kept saying, we can't believe this. the people in this place. Oh, my gosh. But, no, I love the band. I really love the bass. Very different. Because people think, oh, it's going to be heavy metal or something like that. But it, with that Latin flair that he throws in, where is he from? I don't know exactly. He's, he's an <coughs> enigma. But, yeah, the, we did this <laughs> mashup. for an the, enigma. It was like... Uh, it was a it was a metal Latin mashup dance band. Well, a metal band that had sax and flute in it, so that was different. And then next thing I know, Jim's jumped up on. I I think that's a go go dancers platform. Yeah, it was a go go on. stage I was on. <laughs> so that's that's ten what we feet did. above the crowd. So that's what we, he's loving himself. So that's what we did last night. So into when did the party wrap up last night for you with Mark Savard? Was it a late party or? Yeah, well, it, it was still going when I left, but I went other places. Oh, you did? When I left, it was like two. Where did you go after that? It's really none of your business. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have to tune into my show. I, to I, should, I need to tune into your show. <laughs> so um, tell everybody the name of your show, Crazy J-Bird. I have the Rock and Comedy Show. And I think it's very surprising to a lot of people that are starting to get to know you that you've been in radio 20 years. Yes. And people don't know this. It's crazy. It's just I don't look that old. <laughs> <laughs> You're a very young looking man. And you don't brag enough. Uh, maybe you don't brag enough. I don't brag enough. You know, someone said to me the other day, I didn't know you did like film production and da-da-da. I was like, I've done it my whole life, you know. And they go, I had no idea. So I guess I don't brag enough too. Yeah. You know, do we need to? We're confident in ourselves, aren't yeah. we? <laughs> so save it. I, I say save it for the book. Save it for the book. Oh, <laughs> now you would have a good book. Because I'm not kidding you. It's going to be a couple of volumes. Like every week, you've got really amazing people that come on your show. So, so when, where were you when you started the Rock and Comedy Show? 
Vegas. You started it here. It'll be 10 years old, September 24th. You're going to have a big party. <laughs> Let's keep I the thing guess. going. I guess. I probably have to throw it. <laughs> I guess so. Okay, I threw someone. my 20th anniversary party. I, think I threw my 500th <laughs> episode party. So I guess I so. think someone needs to throw it for you. Your All right, sponsor. Sam, well, I'll put you in charge How of about that. your sponsor? Your <laughs> wicked tango people. Oh, they'll, they'll give me drinks. They'll take care of you. <laughs> oh, yeah, they'll, they'll provide me with the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> um, so 10 years, you just had a... What's your website? Rockingcomedyshow.com. And what is it on Twitter again? Just Rocking Comedy? Rocking Comedy. Rocking Comedy. Rocking Comedy Show on Facebook. Everything's Rocking Comedy. You've got it consistent. It's, it's That's fantastic. Instagram and... That's really yeah. good. Are you on Insta- Why am I not following you on Instagram? I don't know. Maybe I didn't accept it. Maybe you did it. You know, a lot of people don't on Instagram. Have I you noticed like, that? I don't check it enough, Instagram, really. And then, like, when I go to check it, it's like, you have 400 new followers. And I'm like, <laughs> fantastic. I wish I was so lucky. Oh, no, I'm following you. You've got a kitty cat. He's, if oh, you look closely, he's flipping you off. Oh, it's a rude kitty cat. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk about raccoons. I got attacked by one when I lived in Japan. It was a scary experience. No one, you should never fight with a raccoon over a glove. Let them have your glove. <laughs> but I had a tug of war with a raccoon. To this day, my sister cries with laughter when we talk about it because it was traumatizing. And you have me. a problem with ducks? I got attacked by a duck too. And the monkey bit me. Anything else bit me recently? I've never been bit by any animal. Have you not? Well, you're certainly not going to get bitten by Gizmo. No, no. Oh, my gosh. Gizmo. Let's talk about... Well, Gizmo came out of a very sad situation for you, didn't you? Yes. Say? You had two two dogs at the time, yeah? Yes. And um, do you think she got stolen then? Yes. Yeah. Because her collar was taken off and was thrown in the middle of the street. Yeah, and dogs can't take their collars off, right. you know? I would like to think she was gifted, but I don't think she was. <laughs> not that gifted at all, yeah. bless her. Yeah, my little Italian greyhound, Maddie, who oh, uh, I still think about every yeah. day. Uh, I, so I was just looking for, you know, everywhere, everywhere you can find... I know it, it was lost just, dogs, found dogs. It was whatever. just awful. I mean, yeah, uh, it's funny because someone contacted me last week and said, "I know your friend had lost his dog," and I said, "Is it a girl or a boy?" Because it's a boy. And when I looked, I was like, "No, that's not her," you know. But so people are still. Hi, people go looking well, it's out. A, it's it's a gray whippet like yours. I said, "No, mine's an Italian greyhound." Same thing. No, 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 she's, no, no it's a different no, dog. I'm looking for. <laughs> thank you very much. But uh, we seem to have a rash of thefts at that time, didn't we? That week. Yeah. Um, that couple that were moving up to Utah when lived in my it was on the same day it's lived, a bit coincidental isn't lived it lived in my same right in the, like they were like literally 10 houses down from and me. then he was caught you know the guy was caught trying mm-hmm. to sell them so it just it was a bit coincidental I think oh Jim's got a friend so I, I know you had to trudge your way through down down the local shelter, which has got to be horrible. I haven't been down there in years. Which was I did not get Gizmo from a local shelter. Oh, you didn't? No, I just I I, I had you'd... no idea that out by uh, the speedway and out near the prisons they actually have a uh, rescue place out there called Desert Sanctuary. Oh, I don't know about this place. I thought you. Uh, oh. And apparently, a lot of their business comes from people who let their dogs out on the side of the road. Uh, oh. Gizmo was actually left in Mount Charleston at three months old. Oh, <gasps> my gosh. Yeah, so I got real lucky. You did. He's I saw gorgeous. his picture, and at this point, my other dog, Peanut, was getting really desperate about it. Because you were looking everywhere. I mean, everybody yeah. was just like trying to find her. And I'm like, well, I need to get Peanut a buddy. So yeah. I just looked, and they had his picture. And I'm like, oh, he's cool. And I didn't want one that was bigger than right. Peanut. 
And then they brought him out, and I'm like, oh, I don't really want a puppy, you know. Because <laughs> he was so young, I know. But you see that face? Oh, my, oh my this dog. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not kidding you. My bag is big enough to put him in and take him away today. So he's, uh, he's, he, he's he, almost uh, eight months now. He's like baby rocking comedy show dog. That's what he, he is. He is in the studio every day, whether I want him in there or not. Oh, I love he that. He gets greeted by everyone. He's fantastic. Oh, I just spat on myself. Uh, my, <laughs> my news girl on Thursday brings him treats. That's how it's supposed to be. I, <laughs> I really love his look. I mean, what could he possibly be? Uh, they say that he's uh, part corgi and part wild hair terrier. He's amazing. He's got the yeah. best natural mohawk you have ever <laughs> seen. We're going to take tons of pictures of him. But he's got a, such a lovely temperament. Yeah. Is that shelter out there in Northtown? Is that are they affiliated with the? Uh the women's prison where they actually uh, work with dogs and train dogs? I, I, I have no idea. I don't think... But they have horses and goats. What's the name of it? Desert Sanctuary. Why? And I know just about every rescue in town. I, I, I did too, and that's why when uh, we were driving out there, they were like, yeah, we're out past the prisons, and then like the road turns into a gravel road, Does and all really? of a sudden you're like... Where are we going? <laughs> oh, know? my God. So, yeah, go. they're amazing. I think I have it here. Let me find this because I like to find out about new places. Wow. So, he was about three months old. He was three months old. Dumped at Mount Charleston. No, that's predator, just... predator heaven, all kinds of, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's cute. <laughs> he's really, isn't he? Isn't he lovely, Chris? He's, got he's some, like a cousin for Mr. He's got the same Twix. color hair as you, Chris. And can, you're, you're kind of sporty. He also, Chris look. also supporting the natural mohawk today. <laughs> <laughs> or is that just bedhead? <laughs> no, I love him. And I love a black dog. I have to tell you, I really love a black dog. Oh, my gosh. Look at him. He has a story like Mr. Twix's. Well, They're I, like kindred that way. Well, he does have a little story like that. So how did Peanut um, react once he came home? Well, you've met Peanut. Oh, yeah. She reacts the same way she does to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Everything in this house is mine, even if it's new. Yes, mine, mine, mine. 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 And that's what she barks on the couch. Mine, mine. So. <laughs> you should. Oh, She's my okay with it now. She. Uh, it just takes some time, doesn't yeah. it? You know? I mean, we're still. It only took. Till about three weeks ago, that Galaxy finally acknowledged that Mr. Twix was in the house because <laughs> she just blanked well, him. Well, she's probably scared of the eyelashes on that dog. Oh, but you know what someone said to me on Instagram? Because I took a picture of him laying down, and his eyelashes are touching the couch, and someone said, Oh, Mr. Twix, is your beauty so heavy that you have to give your eyelashes a rest? <laughs> like that dog <laughs> is something else. <laughs> I entered him into a contest, and they contacted me and said, did you Photoshop those eyelashes in? Because it has to be a just a snap photograph. I was like, they are his eyelashes. So now people are doubting me. They think I've stuck them on him or Photoshopped him in. <laughs> Let's see if he wins. If he doesn't, there's something very... It's fixed if he doesn't win. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so when you got him from the desert sanctuary, so they've got... Did you say you've got farm animals? They've got horses. They've got goats. They've <sighs> got desert tortoises. They've got... Yeah, they've got all kinds of stuff out there. Wow. I need to check them out because I love to find out new places. They've been there a long time. I, yeah, I would imagine it's uh, it's... Two ladies that have turned their uh, house into a, oh. into a rescue place. God, you've got to bless people like that, haven't you? And I yeah. think it's funny sometimes how you end up in those creating a, a rescue. You know, like my friend Everett, he started uh, foreclosed upon pets when all the recession hit and all the homes got closed and people left their pets in the houses and left. And so that's how he started his. I'd, I'd love to know what their story is. Well, like you say, dumping them on the road. Yeah. If they're near that main road. Well, why would you leave him at Mount Charleston? Yeah, Mount Charleston. <laughs> like, come on, people. 
I don't even like Mount Charleston that much. I'm My sure friend almost told me to change his name because it was Gizmo when they gave it to me. They said, you should name him Charleston. Charleston. <laughs> oh, that could be a bad memory for him. <laughs> I don't want to traumatize your right. dog. <laughs> so, like you say, Peanut, obviously, um, <coughs> getting really stressed out, being, you know, alone. You know, so I think it's always better when they're in pairs, you know. And it's a little bit of an adjustment, but, you know, it all usually works out in the end. Because you also feel guilty as well when you go out and you've already got one dog. Yeah. You know, they look at you like, really? Like, really? Mind you, when I got Galaxy, uh, what was she like when we first got I never wanted to leave the house. I, I, Jim was like, this is good. She's not shopping. This is great. She stays home with Excellent. us. Excellent. Yeah, but then I started buying, like, tons of dog stuff. So then I kind of, like, flipped what she I was... She was a tiny little baby. Had to be syringe-fed at times. Yeah, she was really little, yeah. and then She Thorn- wasn't even properly weaned. And then Thornton we got from um, Henderson Shelter. So we, we snapped her You like, 40 dogs? Just the three. <laughs> and a snake that keeps showing up. We had a second snake last week. Did you see my last picture of the snake? The yes. orangey, the greeny one? Yes. It's plastic. It's plastic. Everybody thinks it's real. <laughs> they don't now. The first one. The, people are still commenting on it. So, and I've, I've mentioned in the comments that it's plastic, but people are still going, oh my God, it's the most beautiful snake I've ever seen. It's hysterical. How easily from people... From the dollar store. From the dollar store, the chimpo. <laughs> one of those that you put in water and it expands. Right. What is it made of, that stuff? It's weird. It's yeah. weird, like foamy, bizarre, probably very toxic. So I soon got rid of that. Developed in Area 51. Uh, (laughs) You know, I was just talking about that yesterday. Have you been up there? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, when did you last go up to Area 51? A long time ago? Maybe two years ago. Oh, did you? Because we went up quite a few years ago, didn't we? And um, I like the reviews for the, I guess, is it a motel there or trailers that people get to stay in? The reviews are hysterical. People are like, I think we're going to get killed and our families will never find us. (laughs) You got to love the lady that runs the little alien inn. I I don't remember meeting the lady. I remember going in there and eating. Oh, you got to talk to the lady. Now, d- it makes the dining experience so much better. <laughs> really? <laughs> I look a sheep in there. I think she started it. From day one. Yeah, we were we, we were there walking around, and she's like, well, if you want to see some excitement, stick around. They like to feed at 11. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. And I'm like, I'm sticking around. <laughs> I'm sticking around. We should take another trip, Jim. Yeah. We, w- uh, we had friends that went, this is unbelievable. You know how there's skull and crossbones everywhere, like, we'll kill you if you go any further? The gate was open. They went in. They went in. They uh, now they uh, got interrogated for six hours in the desert yeah, with their I kids. Yeah, never do that. Like, really? Like, really? We freaked out. We had binoculars. We were looking up yeah. the hill. And you see the guy in the truck. Look, He's looking back okay, at you. Yeah. <laughs> in the blue pickup, yeah. I just recited that exact the same yeah. thing that happened to us. That's just weird. It was scary, wasn't yeah. it? Because he goes, oh, I went, oh. He goes, what's up? And I go, oh, I'm looking at the man that's looking back at me. And I'm both in our binoculars. So for something that's not supposed to be there. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's, uh, why are they what, guarding it so much? Wouldn't it be funny if those people were just like actors that do corporate events here in town and they just get hired to be that way to scare <laughs> people hilarious. well i've heard that once you get on that really long what was it like five My mile camps out there i've heard a lot of people yeah. do uh, just to see what's going on and you can it's a good place to watch airplanes when they have red flag exercise oh really well we we went out and um i've heard that there's um obviously they've got audio and vis- video down there but apparently they've got smell technology as the minute you hit that uh, dirt road to tell exactly whether you're an animal or a human, you know, or a wild. What are you tapping your watch at? Do you need to have a commercial? That's not your show. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm a commercial, so can I have a Mr. Jim? Right. You see? Yeah, bring him in the studio once in a while. He wants to take over. <laughs> You're so rude. <laughs> Your listeners need to learn more about Crazy Jay's background. And- yeah, we're going to do that after this commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a quick break. We'll listen to a few words from our sponsors. You're listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Me, Sam, your host, the queen of rock and roll dogs. And we'll be right back with Crazy Jay Bird and Cute Gizmo and Mr. Jim. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Introducing the new Brett Michaels Pets Rock Collection, exclusively at PetSmart. I created it for the pets that rock your world. Shop the Brett Michaels Pets Rock Collection and celebrate PetSmart's 25th anniversary with up to 25% off thousands of items on the PetSmart site. Plus, free shipping on orders of $49 or more. Go to PetSmartDeal.com. That's PetSmartDeal.com. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com. Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Awesome. Download the iHeartRadio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio. Positively possum. Let's talk pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Now, let's return to Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Here again, your host, the rock and roll queen of dogs, Sam. I wish I could say that, my name that way. Sam. That's good. I can't do it. <laughs> Just, well, maybe if I spent more time in a smoky strip club, <laughs> I might be able to get deep enough. I love that. Hey, listen, before we actually um, get chatting more with uh, Crazy J Bird from the Rock and Comedy Show, I want to give you my quick tip of the day. And my tip of the day today is to reduce your, fe- your vet bills. We all know they can be quite pricey. Uh, you need to pooch proof your house. That's what you need to do. Remove wires microphone cables <laughs> if you've got a radio show uh, curtain cords put your clothing in a hamper with a lid on it pick up your kids toys and put medications away and all these things and more are very dangerous to your dogs so take the time to make your home a safe environment for your pet and you'll most certainly avoid injury and big vet bills you know i mean w- w- uh, do your dogs ever eat random things have you ever had to go to a to the vet because they ate something weird yeah, they're pretty good. Uh, Maddie, my Italian greyhound, actually ate something that didn't do right with her, and I knew, I knew it was something that she ate. But right. The, but the vet was trying to say oh, her uh, her blood levels have spiked and this and that. And oh. We got to do some exploratory. I'm like, can we? Just, she ate something. Can we just get something to make it pass? Like, yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> see, they don't understand. Like a lot of people don't understand. I used to be a vet assistant. I know a lot of people so, don't know this side of you at so, all. When I go in there, I love the BS that they give me because yeah. I'm just like, how about we just do this, this, and this, and then if it doesn't work, I'll come back. And it can feel a little bit like going to a mechanic, Yeah, you know, where I don't, I don't work on cars, and what yeah. do you do? Take the you word for it. You can say whatever you want about a car. I don't work on a right, car. Right, exactly. <laughs> but, but you're like emotion, and for people who are emotionally invested in their animals, so it, it's, it's an interesting, you know, interaction you can sometimes have with your vet. But yeah, there's no fooling you then. How long were you a vet um, assistant for? Uh, I did it for several years. I actually fell into it accidentally. Actually. You did? How did I? Got I- a free education out of it. No way! Yeah. Huh. You see, I learned something new about Crazy Jay every day. This is amazing. Yeah. So where were you when you were a vet tech? 
Uh, I was actually in Garden Grove, California. Right. I was uh, going to college, doing the radio stuff, needed a part-time job. Wow. Uh, answered, uh, answered an ad for a uh, Greyhound rescue facility. I knew that you'd worked with the Greyhounds. And so I, you know, uh, it was called, it's called Hemopet, and uh, Dr. Dodds created it. And uh, what they do is they, uh, not only do they... You know, get the dogs ready for adoption and live them, live them in a house. They have, you know, little rooms with stairs so they can get used to being with stairs. And you take them out and walk them so they get used to all that. Oh. Because they don't know that side of the dog life. They just no. race and that's it. I know. It's terrible. And it? uh, they would also uh, they would also, uh, donate blood because the vets use them for plasma and stuff because they have universal blood. So Oh, I have universal blood too. So if a dog <laughs> so if a dog were to get hit by a car and lose a lot of blood, they can and use greyhound blood. And I don't think people know that either. A lot, a lot of greyhounds. A, a lot of people uh, got mad when they found out that's what was going on and they would, they would protest every once in a while and I was like, well, if your dog ever needs blood... Where like, do well, they the think it's coming from? And they'd be like, well, the dogs don't have a choice. And I'm like, if the dogs didn't want to donate blood say that day that they were scheduled to do it <laughs> they didn't do it they could shut their vein down and we're like okay well he's not right you know, I, he's not gonna do not it. cooperating yeah and so uh i i worked there for six years loved that's, it that's a long time though. yeah 237 greyhounds at a time uh, that's how many came in yeah we had we had two facilities we had the irvine facility and we had the garden grove facility oh, they'd come God. to us first Right. Get them all cleaned up, take the ticks off of them. They'd spend a couple of months with us and then send them over to Irvine where they would get adopted out. Wow. Because, I mean, I don't think a lot of people know about greyhound racing. And you I, know. Did, I did after six years, and a, and a, a doctor came in to uh, look at one to adopt, and I, I started giving all this information. He's like, Have you ever thought about being a vet assistant? And oh I was like, gosh. No, I, I haven't. I said, I'm actually going to school to, to do radio and TV. And he was like, I'd, I'd love to have you come on come on and do this. And I said, well, I'll think about it. And right. Dr. Dodds actually said, I will fire you just so you have to take that position. You're getting a free education. Oh, and I, if how it old is Dr. Out, Dodd? She's probably 55 now, Her 56. name rings a bell, so I may have kind of seen some stuff about she, her yeah, online. She's amazing. She's an amazing lady. So Isn't it funny? You never know sometimes how your life's going to go, yeah. you know? So she made me take the job, and she said if I didn't like it, she'd always bring me back. And uh, since then, the facility's grown three times since the science. Is it really? Since I've worked there, they're in a whole new building. I, last time I was in California, I went there and checked it out. And I, was just, I, was, I loved it. I was just like, man, I could hop right back into this. And So they're really kind of... Um like you say, it's not just hey, we've rescued them. You really are rehabilitating them. Oh yeah, physically you spend a lot and of time with them. And I was going to school, and I was I was living at home, and my dad was like, "You can take that job. You just not bringing one home, <laughs> right? Don't even ask." And then I, there was one the f first day. They were like, "Grab it, take it off the truck, and go upstairs." And he was like, "It was an instant connection with me and Tango," yeah. and we went. Aww. For months, 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 and then uh, they even let him stay longer than he was supposed to <laughs> in hopes that Jay was going to take him home. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, finally, it's, finally, it's adoption day came, and she's like, you either take him home yeah. or he goes to Irvine tomorrow. Oh. I went home, I was just mad, and my dad was like, what? And I go, I work in a place where there's 240 yeah. greyhounds. I think I've done pretty good that I only talk about the one. One dog, and that one. Said, Fine. <laughs> I'm glad you wore him down. Yeah, I did. <laughs>
<laughs> he got out once, and my dad had to chase him. Oh, and he had to call me. But he's he a greyhound. He goes right. He goes right to the park. So I knew. I was like, Dad, just don't chase him. That's where he's gonna be. Just let him run, and then he'll wear out. Well, you know, I would think <laughs> also they they still obviously have that need to run. Yeah, they do. When that's what they've done. I used to love it. I used to take him to the the park and it closed the gate in, the, in, the, in the track and field area and just let him go. Isn't that great? That was awesome. But then, so then, like you said, you had to teach him how to like go upstairs and stuff like that. Yes, yeah. They they don't know that stuff. Wow. You know, and we'd we'd train them to see if they're cat safe and oh, and wow. stuff like that and. Some of them wouldn't. We're like, no, not cat safe. Doesn't do well with others. Right. So we just like, you have to adopt him by yourself. You can't have any other Yeah, parts. yeah. And I, you know what? I think <clears throat> they're, they're the best success stories when you actually are very specific. So I've, I've been doing the animal rescue stuff for a while for now. A just long because time. of the, I didn't know anything about how mean the industry was to greyhounds or anything like that. Right. And then I got involved and we just started watching videos and pictures. And I'm like, who can do this? Who can, you know? Yeah, to animals. I mean, it's horrible it, what, what, what happens to those It dogs. really is. Well, I had uh, I Paul Shortino on a couple of weeks ago. And his him and his wife are involved in the Pedenco dogs in Spain. Right. And same thing. How she found out was by fluke what they do to those dogs. She didn't even know that she had a Pedenco dog herself until she... I think she said she'd posted online... Anybody know about these eyelashes curling in on my dog? It's kind of weird. And someone said, oh, my gosh, you've got a pedenko. So she then read up what the pedenko was, and that's how she found out that they abandoned them after every hunting season. And um, it's horrible what they do. It's bad luck to kill them. So they technically don't kill them, but basically they hang them from a, a tree where their little toes are barely touching the ground. And eventually they're exhausted and they let go and they hang themselves. You know, they break their legs because then they can't get back, you know. But they, 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 they dispose of them after every year. They don't want to maintain them through the year. And um, that's how they kind of fell into that too, you know, yeah. which was like, I had no idea that this happened to this breed, you know. And I don't think a lot of people know enough about, about what happens to greyhounds at all, you know. But 200 how many at a time? 237. Unbelievable. How yeah. many racetracks are in town, in, in the country still doing this, you think? The, I, I, I think most of them are shut down. Florida is still the biggest one. Is it really? Is it, is it an underground thing as well? Can they be underground? I don't it, think so. Because you need a big track, don't you, for that yeah. kind of stuff. But yeah, I don't think a lot of people know, you know, what happens to animals in sport. So I, so I ended up adopting Tango, and he was one of the best dogs I've ever had. And oh, how old was he when you got him? He was eight. Oh wow! Yeah. What's their lifespan generally? Usually about twelve, thirteen. Oh, okay, so that's yeah, quite. They get, they get cancer, and is that common then? Yeah. Oh gosh, aren't they gorgeous, beautiful dogs though? I mean, they're just stunning dogs. Yeah, I didn't even know they were greyhounds when I went there. I just when I applied for the job and I went in there and I was just like, "What kind of dogs are these?" And she's right. like, "They're greyhounds," and I'm like, "Wow, I didn't realize they were so big." And you don't see them very often. No, you don't. It's not a breed you see commonly. You know, a little bit like the corgi we talked about. You know. Mr. Gizmo here. You don't see that breed very often either. Yeah. You know, now if you go to England, you'll see a million Jack Russells. What else do we see in England? Um, Scotties and Springers. Spring, and a lot of Springer Spaniels and uh, yeah, a lot of Springer, a lot of uh, King Charles, because you can actually take them anywhere in England. Yeah, you know, as a decree by King Charles, <laughs> you could you could take them. Someone can say to you, "Oh, you can't bring your dog in," and you say, "Oh, sorry." You know, this is this has been standing for a long, long time. You know, but my sister has one. But um, yeah, greyhounds. We'll post more information about them. Is there a specific? Um, what's the name of the, the organization again? Hemopet. Hemopet. Because we'll put all that information up so people can uh, 
get a little bit involved in that. It's funny what pe- what strikes people as what they want to get interested in. And it, ca- it could be a specific breed or the fact that, oh, my gosh, they race them and this is what they do to them, you know. So uh, we'll definitely put that information up. So tell me about, we're going to talk about other animals now, the beetles. <laughs> tell me about your 50th anniversary time you spent. Celebrating oh, yeah. the Beatles. So, so I got asked by uh, Paul Casey, who it, he does the uh, Las Vegas Car Stars. Oh, okay. So he's behind all that, and he was doing something. F- uh, he was putting something together for the 50th anniversary of the Beatles playing in Vegas. Uh, wow. So he, 50 just seems So somebody, I, I guess he was asking around if there was anybody that wanted, you know, that ah. would want to be involved. And a few people I know were like, well, you should get, you know, get involved with the Rock and Comedy Show. Yeah. And uh, so he hit me up. and uh, So where did they play 50 years ago? They played at the convention center, actually. That's where they played. Yeah, and they, they, uh, last Tuesday they uh, had a, uh, a plaque dedication in there. Now it's in the convention center. Everybody can go see it. I saw that. It looked like it was fun. I was yeah, busy it was doing Who, who would have known it was only $2.20 to see the Beatles? <gasps> <laughs> What are we paying now for concert tickets? Right, it's ridiculous. I mean, like, the VIP seats were five dollars and fifty cents. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, I laughed when I heard that. I was like, "It's the Beatles." You know, they charge you more than that in a flipping service fee to buy then, a ticket. You know, five bucks was a lot back then. It so. really was. Can so. you imagine being one of those people? So, did you meet people here in town who'd actually been to that they, concert? Yeah, they actually had they they had a they had a section set off in the, in the oh. convention center for people that had actually attended the real concert, like the the concert that was there. Isn't that fantastic? Yeah, they, uh, where we were sitting was where the Beatles played, and oh and my, that God. was amazing. People don't think there's any history. So they have the. So they, they he started it uh, with on the he started it on the twelfth. It was the Abbey Road crossing. Yes, I saw that. Which is now down. It's now permanent. The, oh, is it, it? It's a permanent thing downtown. It's got to be a lot safer than the one in England because you can just about get killed <laughs> going on that Beatles crossing. Yeah, it's a lot safer, <laughs> but it's right in front of the El Cortez. Oh, good! Uh, on between Seventh and Sixth on East Fremont, and it's there. It's got the the actual dedication that Mayor Goodman, you know, made it a, a How special a, 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 a crossing, a, a real crossing, and people are stopping, taking pictures like the Beatles, all four of them, all lined up, you know. Oh, calling on my Brits, get there ready. Was, uh, there was a couple of uh, local rock stars that were. Uh, no, we need to do it the Vegas way, and they were crawling across it. <laughs> and, uh, so we have we have some very fun pictures. I've been dragged across it. <laughs> yeah, and then we. Uh, we did eight days, eight minutes of Beatles, uh, and we had people, uh, local artists, come in and do their. I saw you had Paul Shortino showed up. Yeah. Um, who else did you have on those pictures? I'm trying to think who was down there. A lot of local, a lot of local uh, celebrities. We had, and then we had like uh, uh, Las Vegas Larry, who's a Larry the Cable guy. He looks like him. And we had Pee Wee Herman. Uh, a lot of people just down there. But on our radio show, we did eight days uh, and eight minutes of Beatles, and they would come in and do their three favorite Beatles songs because we had. Uh, Five. We had five available spots on the stage down there to oh. to perform, and so we would pick the. We ended up. We had a eleven to twelve people come in, and we had picked five. That's excellent. And then after they played at seven o'clock, Paul Casey's band played on the roof of the El Cortez like the Beatles did their rooftop concert. Oh, how did I miss that? Same playlist. It was. It was an amazing oh, day. Oh my gosh! Uh, it was a lot of fun. But I, we have some unusual things that happen in town that I think if you're a tourist, you kind of miss some of the stuff, you know. But downtown, a lot's happening down there anyway. You look like you had good weather. Was it always it boiling hot? It was, what did uh, we have that? It week? looked like it was going to rain and the wind started picking up. <laughs> Not good for a guy that runs all electronics to do a podcast. Outside. Outside. <laughs> but it only got really windy and then a huge rainbow 
like <gasps> went over Abbey Road. So it was no way. Everybody was like, that was the way of John and George saying, "Hey, good job." And oh, that was awesome. It was really cool. We have some mad stuff going on in town now. Have you done the ALS challenge yet? Have you been? Called I have out? been challenged by forty-two people. <laughs> all right, and. <laughs> I am uh, planning on doing it next week because I am not doing my show next week. Oh, you have a little break? Yeah, and I so I, uh, I have some I fun ideas planned. So stop challenging me. It's, yeah. it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, you just have to a whole, this is for all the people that challenged me, the one-time deal. Yeah. Did you see the one I worked on with Andy? I did. What did you think? It was all right. <laughs> it, it was good until I saw Kermit the Frogs, and then you lost to that. I got to drive the Bentley, though. Yeah, Jim. Well, actually, he was mad that he didn't get to drive the Lamborghini, but he had a flat tire. <laughs> no, Andy's was good, and I saw him last night. And uh, I know, he was going down the park. Yeah, he was great. And uh, I haven't seen Chris Phillips, but apparently Zoe Boys did release his last I, night. You know, I didn't see it either. I saw yeah. Anthony Calls with the, the hot chick, the yeah. chicken, and... Um, is Jerry going to do anything? McCambridge? I don't know. Uh, this was it, good, though. Carrot Tops was very good. I liked Carrot Tops he a lot. Head with Ice. Because yeah. he's, he's a prop comedy guy, and he's fantastic, you know. <laughs> um, I liked, uh, I thought McCambridge was good. Did you see it? I thought you just said he didn't do it. You know, he, did, oh, no, he didn't do the challenge for Andy's. He'd already done one a week ago. Was oh. that Gizmo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was he yawning? <laughs> So you've not seen that. I'll have to. I'll have to tag you on that one. Yeah. So you guys. Well, I, I can't imagine that you would do anything that's not fun. You know, but you're gonna keep it secret. Well, there's you? this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, yeah. Well, it's a rock and comedy show, so I try to keep it. You got to keep that reputation yeah, going. Yeah, I got to keep it going. You really do have some amazing guests. Who's been one of your favorites? The best one so far, no lie, was Bill Cosby. Really? Yeah. I've tried for years to get Mr. Cosby to do the show. And, and you finally got in? And uh, I have a wonderful PR company that came to me last year and said, hey, we'd like to get you some... Uh, We've got people. Uh, we'd like to get you interviews of guys that come in and do Treasure Island and the Orleans and stuff like That's that. And I was like, that'd be great. That makes your life a little bit easier, too. <laughs> and I saw Bill Cosby was coming back, so I said, hey, can you put me on the list? And they said, he's very selective. He's only going to do three interviews this time. Right. And I said, great. I'll and then, uh, one. <laughs> well, just about a week before uh, he was coming into town, they said, we haven't heard anything about the interview, but we'll give you tickets to the show. And I said, fantastic. And because uh, I've seen him, I don't know, three or four times. So I was like, great. That'd be, oh. that'd be awesome. And then about two hours after they sent me the email that they were giving me tickets, they were like, are you free Monday morning at 10 for a phone interview with, with, You're like, do with I have Mr. Kidneys? Cosby? And I was like, I am now. <laughs> I am now. I will clear my calendar. <laughs> and they said, okay, and I'm like, 10 minutes? What can I talk to Bill Cosby about in 10 minutes? Right. Everything he talks about, his answers are 10 minutes. Like, so, <laughs> just the one question. Yeah, I'm going to get one question. And uh, so I basically just told him the first bit I ever heard him do was, uh, was Noah. And he, right. he got into how he wrote it. And uh, his his college professor helped him perfect it, and he met his wife there. And then all of a sudden, he you know because we're taping the interview, he's like, "Can you can you hold the phone for a minute?" And I guess his PR person came in because we're at eight and a half minutes. Why? And he's still talking. Oh. And he goes, "Can you hang on a second? And then I guess his PR person came in because I could hear her on the phone, and she's like, "This was only a ten minute interview." He goes, "We're just getting started. We'll be done when I'm done." And oh. they laughed, and then he came back and he goes, "Let's pick up where I was telling you where I met my wife, Camille." And I was like, sure. And so we picked it up and uh, 42 minutes. You're kidding. Yeah, wow. That was fantastic. And then just when you think it's over, they were his, his uh, manager was like, hey, can we get a copy of the interview? And I sent it off. 
And they were like, wow, that was fast. And I'm like, well, it airs in three hours. So it's, you know, I got to get it gotta up get there. It done. And uh, then about uh, two hours before I did my show, they were like, uh, Mr. Cosby really enjoyed the interview and he knows that you're coming to the show and he would like to meet you before, oh. uh, Friday night. And I was like, so it's going to be real quick after the show. Yeah. Shake his hand. I don't care. Just give me a picture with Bill Cosby. Yeah. I want a picture with Cliff Huxtable. That's what I want. <laughs> And they were like, no, uh, the show's at 9. Please be there no later than 8.15. Oh. And uh, so I'm like, cool. I'm still just going to go and shake his yeah. hand. No, he's like, sit down, sit down. I <gasps> sat down on the couch next to him, talked for 25 minutes, and then we went and watched the show. Nice. So. That is really fantastic. Nice. It was probably the most amazing interview. Memorable. Ever yeah. Isn't that great? And they get to meet, I think, and you got your picture. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> Isn't that was funny? he one of your comic idols growing up? He's just, you know, it, it's not that he's an idol. He's... He's one of the men, but he's the great. He's like one yeah. of the greatest. You know? Yeah. And well, and, and I mean, you've interviewed. How many people have you interviewed? Have you tried to even keep track? Uh, the, I say the big names. There's, you know, at least a hundred. That's amazing. Yeah, I've, 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 I've done it for a long time. Now tell everybody where your show airs from. <laughs> from the forty-fourth floor of the Korean Taco Plant, formerly <laughs> the Korean Taco Plant. Uh, Name's changing very soon. Is it? Yeah. You're doing a rebrand? Yeah. Is that because someone tried to start using your tagline on that? Because you mentioned it the other day. It's funny, I've been in radio 20 years and all of a sudden someone started saying... Somebody that actually used to work here, who uh, <laughs> come, on the, come on my show a couple of times as a co-host, sent out that he's uh, trying a new adventure at a new radio station. Yeah. Uh, and said, hey, check it out. We're testing the feed today. And he just sent it out for everybody to listen. Right. So I happened to log in at the right time. There you go. To actually hear somebody say, live from the 45th floor. <laughs> and I was like, you original bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, needless to say, I did my show that night, and I, I went off. And I never go off on anybody. I know. I mean, it's too close. But it was, it? A, it was a very difficult week for the rock and comedy show. It's just, yeah. it's like Very difficult. It's like, don't do it. Be original. Yeah. Be a, pick up, pick your own stuff. You know, it's of, not yeah. flattery either. Well, and and, and when I <laughs> when I confronted him about, it, he goes, "You act as if I'm stealing from you." And I only said it one time. I go, "It only takes one." It only takes one time. I'm like, go, huh? People know after yeah. ten years the forty fourth floor. That's right. And I can't tell you how many people come in and say, you know, here we. Oh, I've always wanted to come to the forty fourth floor. floor. You know, and when. I'll spill the beans when people find out that there isn't 44 <laughs> floors. I know. Some are very upset. I've had, I've given the address to people, like the CEO of ZipFizz, the first time he ever came on the show. I gave him the address because he wanted to see how the operation was. Right. He was like, uh, I think you sent me to the wrong place. <laughs> and I we referred the address and he goes, yeah, that's what I got. I go, yeah, you're here. And he goes... There's no 44 the floors. Floor. I go, it's not a Korean taco, taco plant. either. <laughs> <laughs> so for anybody that wants to know how the uh, Korean taco plant came about, yeah. I was a concierge at the Monte Carlo right, uh, for several years, and I worked with this guy named Mike. Right. And Mike had a habit of just just before lunch not wanting to help anybody, so he would just blow them off as quick as he could. <laughs> right. That was his M.O., and he thought this woman, he was talking to this woman who was asking him questions, and he really thought he had, she had said this one particular thing, and he goes, I don't know what that is or where it is. And she stormed off really mad. Right. And I'm like, why, why do you do that? 
well, what? And he goes, I've never heard of a Korean taco. And I go, it's called a Kobe taco, and they do exist. <laughs> but I go, that's not even what she wanted. He goes, well, what did she want? I go, she wanted to know where Coyote Ugly was. <laughs> and you said you didn't know. It's next door to our sister property. <laughs> And he was like, I got to go to lunch. That's all he cared about. And, he like, see, I gotta and I go, see, but that's the problem. She's going to come back. She's going to come and back. And I got to deal with her. Yeah, that's not right. So then, uh, the next time we went and actually recorded the show, I said from the 44th floor well, of the, the Korean, Korean taco, taco plant, plant, he lost it. So it was an inside joke for the longest time. I love it, though. I think it's fun. And then just when we thought it was going to die down, we saw a Craigslist ad that they were looking for a driver for their mobile Korean taco truck. Oh. And we printed it out and we had it framed for a long time I was like we're going mobile <laughs> I love that <laughs> so yeah see there's a story so I that, love that. Yeah, that's where it came by and then we had uh, we had a uh, when I was doing the show when I first started I was doing it in a room where there were no windows or anything so when I had guests come over they were like wow the view up here on the 44th floor is amazing <laughs> that's Eric Wilson that's the one that came up with the coin phrase for the 44th floor right so it works for us. Yes, it does. It doesn't work for anybody else. No. I told him, I go, I don't care if you say it's the 12th floor, it's, uh, the 33rd floor. The, you don't have the story and the history behind yeah, it. People are going to know where it came from. Yeah. And, you're, and they're, you're just not original. And even more know now. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, let's take our last quick break. And uh, we're going to wrap up by telling you about a couple of events that's happening in town. And... Uh, other stuff. We'll be right back. You're listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio with me, Sam, your host, the queen of rock and roll dogs. We'll be right back. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Dogs leave fur wherever they go. It collects all over the home. There are many tools designed to stop dog hair spreading, but their effectiveness varies, and afterwards you have to clean the tool, then the floor. With the Dyson Groom Tool, you simply deploy the bristles, then gently brush the coat. Loose fur is removed, while dead skin and allergens are captured by the vacuum. And to clean up, you simply release the trigger. To get this awesome Dyson Groom Tool, go to DysonDeals.com. That's DysonDeals.com. Hey there, pet parents. This is Christy Vaughn, host of The Doggy Dish. Do you love your furry companion? Do you love making him or her healthy treats but can't seem to find the time? Great news. The Doggy Dish is the perfect show for you. Every episode is chock full of healthy and easy recipes that are made with ingredients you most likely have on hand. Tune into The Doggy Dish for yummy and healthy recipes for your canine kids. Every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet this is Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Vegas Rock Dog Radio. The phone lines are open at 702-483-4444. Now, let's bring back the host. Here is the rock and roll queen of dogs, Sam. And we're back. I'm in studio today with... Crazy Jaybird and his lovely newest rescue dog, Gizmo. I love him, honestly. He's fantastic. And my husband, Jim Dorigo. But is there really a dog you don't like? No, there isn't. <laughs> I love them all. I even like the snake that came in my house. I'm like, I wouldn't kill it. You know? 
I won't sleep with it, but I won't kill it. Um, I just want to do a quick wrap-up of our Rock in the Rough Golf and Social event. We are still waiting on checks to be cashed and doing all the checks and balances. And we'll have a big, big wrap-up as far as like what we actually raised. I know we did really well for the uh, for the four rescues, and we worked really hard for that. I want to do a big thank you to our performers on that day because they made it so special. Mark Giove, Geechee Guy, Jeff Young and Sherry uh, Klein. Jasmine Trees and Ben Stone made it very, very special. I think a lot of people were very surprised. I mean, we put on a quality event, and um, we'll be doing it next year. But we'll be doing it around about May time, I think, next year. The weather's a little bit cooler. And um, I think we started something that we can't, you know, not go forward with for another year. So uh, look out for that. Look out for the, the big update. I'm doing a big, big thank you blog post that's coming up soon. And, uh, and then we'll do the big wrap-up. So I want to say a big thank you to everyone that attended, too. It was, it was a great, really great event. Um, let's have a look here. There's an event coming up on September the 18th, 7.30 p.m. at the South Point Casino. And this has been hosted by Michael's Angels Paw- Angel Paws. And uh, it's the Hope Celebration. They're raising funds. They train uh, dogs to be therapy dogs. So um, they do a wonderful job here in town. Um, and um, I think it's going to be a, a really, really fun show. I think Mark Giovi's on that. I think Mark Bennick's on that. Who else is on that? It's, I think it's going to be a really nice show. And you can get your tickets by going to michaelsangelpaws.org. You'll find the link on there and all the information. My dog of the week, actually, this week is Molly. My lovely friend Cheryl is um, fostering him. He's an 8 to 10-year-old, 5-pound little chihuahua. Uh, very, very well-behaved. It's a girl, sorry. Her name's Molly. She's very well-behaved. Fantastic with dogs and cats. And she just loves anyone that wants to hold her. So uh, all of her info can be found at a home for spot. And just look for Molly. And uh, click on the senior tab because that's it's going to be even quicker to find her what a great dog too and um our sponsors big big thank you to our sponsors for making our show happen every single week and um, if you want to be a sponsor just get hold of us through any of our channels and we can get you set up we've got two minutes to go so this is how we're going to close the show out i want to say yeah remember you can help a pet in need either rescue a cute dog like gizmo (laughs) adopt donate volunteer and certainly share their information liking's great sharing makes the difference uh rescue your next family member replace the word shop with adopt and be kind to all animals even if it's a snake that comes in your living room so crazy jay website once again rockincomedyshow.com and you can find it across the board whether it's instagram or twitter or facebook uh he's got a great show great guests as you've already heard and massive animal lover so glad you brought gizmo today i really want to steal him from you i really do <laughs> he's just really gorgeous dog thanks for coming in i so appreciate it and you jim yeah. You're welcome. Jim's looking forward to lunch. That's all he cares about. He's like, Let's eat. We need to eat. <laughs> and thank you to Chris. He always makes the show uh, run smoothly, even when sometimes the computers are squirrely, which often they can be. And um, make sure you like uh, Crazy Jay's uh, Facebook page. Fo- Ooh. Follow him. He's always up to something interesting. Look out for his ALS video coming up. I'm sure it's going to be fun. And I want to thank you, the listeners, for being part of the show every single week. You've been listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio, where it's all about pets, people, and pop culture. I'm your host, Sam, the queen of rock and roll dogs. And remember, always kiss your pets. Good morning and good night. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening in. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.